So anyways, a few hours later. <laughs> uh, here we are again. Well, a few hours later for us. Not so much for you guys. Maybe. Because um, I guess this is just going to be right after. So, Hi. Welcome back <laughs> to our podcast. Slimy and Dead with Eraserhead and Bunny. And when we left off before... <coughs> Bunny was going on about how her manager was giving me grief about being at the club, how she wasn't going to be working there anymore, tried to storm off and got told off by this door guy, this piece of shit, and um, talked to her boss the next day, and he was super cool with me being there because all those bitches are my friends. Not just the dancers, but the door guys too. Yeah. And maybe even some of the bartenders. Ooh. But we'll get back to that. <laughs> but, yeah. But my boss, Brandon, he he really enjoys having you there. Like, so much so. Like, you were going to work for him. Yeah. And if it wasn't for joining this band, yeah. I would have taken that job <coughs> easily. I'm so sorry. That's fine. Yeah. And he seemed a little, a little salty that you weren't going to be working for him at the other club that he just opened, reopened, I don't know, uh, Christie's, <coughs> but it's okay, he's still, like, when I go there to work, wow, Thanks. he asks me if you're going to be coming in with me, obviously, you know this, and he'll, like, be like, I'll buy him a drink or just have him come out, ha- come out and hang out, whatever. So, yeah. <coughs> and now I don't get charged to go to either club, which is really, really nice. Don't. Which is why, like, I got friends in high places. My, uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess that's a high place, like, high place. Anyway, anyways, I mean, I guess my the managers kind of lightened up a bit, like, he allows you to come in, doesn't charge you, he gives you like the VIP whatever. Right. And like treatment. There we go. Yeah. Even a couple of times when I've gone in, <coughs> he's tried to make like bullshit small talk Has like really? conversation. Yeah, a couple of times. Oh, which was really, you know, bizarre to me, but whatever. Considering where he came from and how I remember him from all of that grossness anyways speaking of grossness yeah <laughs> so there was this guy tim that used to come into the club <sighs> he seemed i guess pretty cool at first but then he just got really obnoxious he like he didn't know what no meant like um he was just <clears throat> Okay, he came into the club and asked me if I wanted to, like, chit-chat with him, sit with him at a table. And I said, yeah, sure, you know, like, because it's my fucking job. But he, for how long I sat with him and, you know, he was tipping me while I I would go up on stage and stuff and then I'd come back and sit with him. He just had it somewhere in his mind that we were falling madly in love with each other or something (laughs) because 
he, I don't even know when it started. He was just like, he'd start asking me when he and I were going to hang out outside of the club. And I told him like, I don't really do that. Like, that's not my thing. I don't hang out with people that I meet at work, outside of work. <clears throat> Hello, how are you? Anyways, <laughs> but, um, and then like at first he was just like, okay, whatever. Like, I get that. That's cool. That's tight, dude. And literally things that he would say to me. So just to paint a bit of a picture there. But I gave him my Snapchat because he asked like how he could get a hold of me for when I am working. And I don't give my number out to people. It's literally just like my Snapchat or my Instagram. But yeah. Um, and then like the next day after I gave him my Snapchat, he's asking me like what am I doing if I'm going into work and I was just like uh yeah I think so and then he came to see me and then that night he was like asking me out on a date and I you know told him again like I don't I don't date people I'm not dating I'm actually married and that didn't seem to like phase him like I mean I told him I was married and even though like or, and told him I was going through a divorce at the same time. So, like, even if I were to date, like, I'm not, like, in the mood. Like, I'm going through a fucking divorce. Anyways, sure. but he just wasn't taking no for an answer. Or he thought, I guess, like, I was playing hard to get or something. <laughs> because I kept telling him no and stuff like that. And he was always just all like, aha, okay. And then the next day, ask me out on a date or when we're going to go hang out or when I'm going to give him the chance and stuff like that. <coughs> and I'm just like, at, it came to a point where I had to be like, really, like, I didn't even know. Like, I was already straightforward with him. but it, You were so nice to him and like, I, so patient because I saw a lot of these messages. I was like what the fuck just tell him to get lost and you were so like oh i already told you this is what's happening this is what's going on in my life right now and i was just like (laughs) okay well because like you try to keep your clients if he's coming in which first of all didn't even fucking matter because he he would come in and he because you know we were on some sort of same romantic level apparently he he would come in hang out with me but he wasn't tipping me anymore he tipped like the other girls i think he saw that one time yeah, like he started dude, i was like what he would tip other girls that would go on stage and then like i'd be sitting there with him and like what excuse me he was tipping you in his love no oh my god did i tell you about the time when he he kissed me on the cheek no well maybe actually oh my god I didn't even know, like, I had just got off stage, and I was, I sat down with him, and I was getting pretty annoyed because I had seen him, like, tip the girls before me, but then, like, I went up, and he didn't tip me, but he didn't want me to go, like, sit with other people or something, so I was just like, okay, maybe I'll, he'll do, like, a VIP, and then I can fucking go somewhere else, but then he's talking to me again about taking me out on a fucking date, and I just kind of sat there, just, like, just let him talk like I was ignoring him at this point because I was so fed up with it 
And then he was all like, you look so cute. You're looking really good up there, yada, yada. I'm just like, okay, thanks. And then he like leaned in and kissed me on the cheek. And I was just like, we're not doing that. Like, don't do that. I, you didn't, you, first of all, you didn't ask me. Even if you did, the answer would have been no, but like, don't do that. And he like, he heard me say this. He's acknowledging that I'm, I'm talking to him, but like, didn't even hear me. Because then he was like, I hope it's okay that I did that. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) (coughs) But like, even, you know, talking to him over Snapchat, like you saw, it was just like, it came to the point where I had to be really mean and like straightforward because I told him. As if you weren't being straightforward enough before. I know. I can't even remember what I said to him. The last time that we talked, like I made him feel like a pathetic loser. Or no, I made him look like a pathetic loser. No, buddy, you did that all on your own. You really did. Like, fuck. I hope, I hope you hear this, Tim, because what the fuck? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but it was just, it was exhausting. <laughs> well, then he finally took the hint, moved on to some other girl. Ended up paying her car note or her car insurance or something like that. Oh my god, that's right. Took him for a fucking ride. She told him that, like, she wants to hang out with him and, like, see him and stuff like that. Actually, this this wasn't him getting the hint because he was still asking me after this. Oh, yikes. And, because, like, he, he started doing this thing where, like, you know, I told him we're not going on a date or whatever. So I guess like he thought that maybe we'll do like a hookup or something. And I'm just like, ew, <laughs> no. Because he was, he at one point told me, and I'm pretty sure you read one of these messages where he's all like, I just like, I really want to sleep with you or something like that. And I was just like, absolutely not. Right. No way. I remember that. And, but yeah. He started talking to this girl, and I asked him, or no, before this, sorry, I told him, like, we can be friends. You can talk to me about whatever, but, like, don't hit on me. Stop asking me out on a date. Uh, Don't come to my work and kiss me, first of all, and just don't be gross. Like, just be a civil human being to me. Respect me, and just people in general. (coughs) But he's like, how do friends of the opposite or how do people of the opposite gender be friends like he's never had a friend that's a female that he's not aggressively hitting on or sleeping with because he's aggressively hitting on them it doesn't take fucking no for an answer yeah (coughs) whoa but um he started talking to this girl and i asked him if like she was returning the fa- like the, the feelings or whatever. And he's like, yeah, I think so. Um, I'm going to help her pay her car insurance or something. And then we're going to hang out. I'm just like, are you fucking dumb? <laughs> like, if it was, if I would have known it was that easy to fucking use this guy, I fucking would have. Just because, like, all the shit that he was doing, all the shit that he was saying, whatever. But... Um, the last, the very last time that we had talked, he, 
was messaging me over Snapchat and he said something like about us hanging out. And I, I was like, I am not hanging out with you. Like, I don't know why you keep asking me. He's like, oh, damn. Okay, bye. And I was just like, okay, bye. And he opened my message. And you know how you can like see when people like go to type yeah. or whatever, but they like just open it and then they close it, whatever. That same day, he did that like maybe 10 times. Like he was going to say something and then he just didn't because mm. like defeated. <laughs> Fucking weak. Ugh, I don't know. <clears throat> but he was just super cringy, super annoying. Didn't know how to function. So <laughs> there's that. But speaking of cringy and not knowing how to function, <laughs> oh my god, there's this DJ. He's pretty new at the main club that I dance at, and he he shouldn't have the job. Like he, I don't know how he's been there for as long as he has. It hasn't even been that long, like a couple weeks, maybe a month. I don't even know, but he's god awful. And if you like listen and you go to the club and you know who I'm talking about, because he has no like volume control over music like there'll be girls up on stage and he'll be fucking with the like the controls like the volume and like it'll get super quiet or it'll get super loud or like a few times he's accidentally paused the music while there's a girl on stage Mm -hmm. or he's just not lining up songs correctly so there's like this long break yeah his transitions are absolute shit fuck and then he tries to like like a song's ending and he'll like say whatever the last line in the song is and then like start talking about like welcome to insert club name and you guys better be tipping and stuff like that and I'm just like fucking stop like, this isn't your show dude <clears throat> yeah but and like I don't know if I'm like friends with one of the other DJs that are there, like Joe, and um, like I'll go up there and I'll request music or I'll ask him to just like play a song for me or whatever. And like I like day shift because it day shift it opens up at four, hmm. but because that's when you get like the the day drinkers, the people that like classic rock or they're not picky about the music and they'll just like alternative stuff and then you get like the bikers and stuff or the truck drivers and that's that's what I like I get along better with them than like the night crawlers that come to the club but and and Joe will do that he'll play me like whatever I want and he'll play like whatever the girls want or whatever yeah but this other DJ this new guy like I asked him and it wasn't even like nighttime yet like it was still well into like daytime and I asked him to play me some music like certain song or whatever and he was all like well you know I gotta stick with what the crowd likes um so we'll see and I'm just like I've been here longer than you like at this specific club and this isn't gonna be a problem like just fucking do it but um, I was called up on stage and he didn't fucking do it. Obviously, because I was fucking mad. 
And then there's this other girl, she's also fairly new, and he'll just like play whatever he wants for her, and like, what the fuck? In like a lot, including a lot of the music that you would prefer. Yeah, he just, I don't know, he, I don't know, hates me or something. But I've also been told or heard from other DJs before, what are you doing? Nothing, just keep going. <laughs> I've been, I've heard, been slash told from like other DJs that I'm hard to work with or that I'm, I'm picky because I don't like that trap rap, yo, and I prefer <laughs> other music. And so like, apparently it's hard for them to quickly look up a song and just cue it or something. That's hard. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And like, okay, this new guy is up there like if i go to the booth he's up there and he's like running around like he's he's pressured and he's under a certain amount of time which like yeah okay i guess you are but like you have you have like three to five minutes before the next song like that's plenty of time to find something that'll line up right and he just he's up there fucking losing his mind yeah. yeah and then the other dj that I like, I prefer Joe. He's just, he's just chilling up there. Like he's literally just sitting on this stool, like, what's up? Dicking around on his phone, like, you know, but he's not fucking up. He's not messing with all these controls when he doesn't have to be in, ugh, it's just, this guy's a nightmare. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. A lot of the time, what helps to pass the time is our bartender, Kitty. Oh, our favorite she's bartender. She's the best, yeah. Yeah. She likes to get me drunk when she's working. Because she'll just make these drinks. I think we've mentioned this before. She'll like make these, her own drinks, whatever she wants. And then she'll be like, here, try this. Let me know if this tastes good. And I mean, it tastes really good. But... I always get like super drunk. Yeah. Super fast. After like four <laughs> or five, here, taste this. Here, taste this. Yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. It's nice, though. <laughs> Just because I won't have to pay. I won't have to wait for someone because she's doing her own thing. And it's nice. Yeah. Definitely had. Oh, whoops. Definitely had the experience where, like, the server, the bartender, whoever, like, they'll come up and they'll ask me for something. Like, I think of one person in particular. Um, she came up to me and she asked me if I wanted anything. I told her just a water. Oh. And she was like, okay. And then she goes and sits at the bar and is just scrolling through her phone. I was like, what? Yeah. And I waited for almost 30 minutes and somebody else came and asked me if I'd been helped. And I was like, I asked for a water, like... I don't know how long ago, and I think you were working, well, obviously, obviously you were working that day, and you came up to me, and you were like, well, what happened, and I told you, and you were just like, yeah, no fucking surprise there, because of the person who was. Yeah. And, me, me, I don't know, maybe it was just like her, like, working that day with the, with, uh, who was bartending, it wasn't Kitty, it was, it was Michelle, I don't give a shit, like, she doesn't like me, I don't like her, and that's fine. Like, go fucking rot. I don't even care. But, 
And I think it's because like they see you in like when I'm working and they see us like hanging out, they know, they know that we're roommates, they know that we're friends, whatever. And that's like just like Sawyer, like that's probably what it is. It's just like, oh, you know this person, so fuck you, pretty much. And like everyone at the club, pretty much, is very, as the kids say, petty like that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's stupid. It's like you're an adult. Um, fucking act like it and just do your job. And like so many of these people, so many of these girls, like dancers, just like. They treat it like it's high school and like you're just gossiping in like the gym locker or something. And it's sometimes it's like, yeah, it's fun to be catty, but at the same time, it's like, this is your job. This is what like you're getting paid to do. So like, don't complain, just fucking do it. Like, whatever. And I really feel like you're one of the only people that actually sees it that way. Like, as a job, something to be taken seriously, something to give like your. Max effort or whatever. Everyone's just there, like, just chilling. I mean, I've definitely gotten to the point where I'm just chilling some of the time. But, like, I mean, because it's very easy to forget that this is your job. Because it it is so relaxed. You're allowed to drink on the job. You're just there entertaining people, men, mostly. And, yeah, like you get paid to just walk around a fucking pole on an acrylic stage and sit there and have drinks with people sometimes or just sit there. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. I I see, like, why a lot of the girls, like, don't treat it as, like, a serious job or whatever. But then that's, like, so... I don't know if degrading is the word I want, but, like misleading maybe I don't know because like when I've had a rough week and I need like some financial help I would I okay I did it one time I reached out to my family my parents and I asked them for help just because like it was a rough week and I didn't make any fucking money and uh, my my parents know obviously And my mother was very quick to be like, well, maybe you should get a real job. And this is a real job. Like, it's considered, I I guess it's considered like sex work or whatever because you're walking around in skimpy clothes taking money from men. And it's a strip club, so like, what do you expect? But it's still considered a job like yeah you get to sit here you get to have drinks you get to talk to people you know wear whatever you want basically but it's like having to be on stage it takes a lot of like energy yeah unless you are literally just like one girl mm-hmm. that we know, I know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> just, she'll just walk in a circle get on her knees for like a hot second and then just stand up and but she's like a crowd pleaser and that's like so bizarre to me because it's like yeah you got a nice booty and you're really like pretty and like physically fit but like you're not doing much mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know when I go up there I try to be entertaining not that I'm like up on this pole doing fucking acrobatics yeah and shit. I'm just 
like I do a lot of floor work and so my knees get pretty fucked <laughs> and like that that's hard on your body like especially because I'll like I do this trick or whatever where I'll just like drop down onto my knees and like have my my heels like the toe part like hit the hit the floor and it makes this loud clacking noise to draw in the attention but there was a day when I worked trying to I was trying to work at a different club I landed just completely on one of my ankles and it hurt a lot it always looks painful <laughs> most of the time it's not because especially now now that I know how to like control it and not land just on my knees or on my fucking ankles and like all of this I know you guys listening can't see what I'm talking about but like you can see what I'm talking about it looks pretty fucked up I have like scarring just from like the metal bits in my shoe on my foot already (laughs) but yeah but like people are saying people a lot of people say like Oh, this is something anyone can do because you just put on like lingerie and walk around on a stage, but there's definitely a lot more to that. And the fucking lights! Oh my god. I have light sensitivity, so being up there and having all of these flashing lights in your face really sucks. (sighs) I think you gotta think of that occupational hazard too of just like. Going blind? Well, yeah, too, (laughs) but. I was going to say, the men that come into the club, like, you never know who's going to come in and, and like, what someone's intentions are, what they're going to try to do. Like, that dude who is, like, getting all close to your bits, or the dude who tried to finger blast your anus hole. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, my just having to deal with, <laughs> just having to deal with people like that, who don't know boundaries, who don't know respect. <laughs> mm-hmm. That, in itself... Sounds like a huge pain in the ass. And it seems to be something that a lot of people tend to overlook. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, it's enjoyable. It definitely, uh, it's a workout. Like, I used to be in track in high school, and that was, like, the best year, years of my life, like, being physically fit. Sports. Yeah. (laughs) Sports. But I feel like mostly just in my legs and like in my back muscles. I feel it. I feel it coming back. And it's nice. But every day. Fuck. I make that money. Yeah. I really gotta get like more. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) More shoes. Yeah. More outfits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to do an All Might cosplay up As there. You should. Hell yeah! Because I'm nerdy and I would like to do more like sexual cosplay while I'm out there and just like try to bring out all those, all those nerds, all those weebs. And from the sound of it, you've had plenty already. Yeah. We've had similar interests to you and stuff. Yeah, I went to the... I did a VIP for this guy. I think I told you about this. And he was like... First of all, he was on his phone, like, checking 
like do like doing some Shazam, like wanting to know what the music was that was like playing in the background or whatever. And so I was just like dancing for this guy and he's on his phone and I'm just like, okay, this is very awkward. Like, am I not doing the job? He asked me, okay? Right. But like, <laughs> why do you want this if you're just going to be on your phone? But, and then afterwards he paid me for two songs, even though we only did one. And afterwards he wanted to sit and talk to me about anime and i don't remember like how we how we got there because didn't you say like he made a comment about one of your tattoos or something oh yeah 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 because i have uh the pocahontas tattoo is native american cocoam the bear paws on his chest mm-hmm. <sighs> but he knew what that was from and then we started we were talking about like disney for like two seconds and then somehow we got into anime I sat there and talked about Fully Cooly, Yu Yu Hakusho, and My Hero. So, that was fun. And, uh, yeah. I thought he was gonna come back in and, like, like, okay, yeah. Having people come in that want to see you and, like, pay for your time is nice, but I also like meeting new people. I like having... I guess meaningful conversation but at the same time I don't know how meaningful it is because it's just like you click with someone you get along and like okay cool this is someone I could possibly be friends with which is nice because that's what happened here kind of definitely (coughs) thank you go on did you have anything else you wanted to add I don't know I don't know okay (laughs) Well, I think that's all we have for tonight, right? Yeah. It was a lot of a lot of your work experience, which is understandable, because you've definitely got a much more relaxed job where you can do more and you know, you're like like you said, like a contractor, so it's like make your own rules, you set your own whatever. But mm-hmm. I think that's all we have for today. Today has been a long day. Yeah, and there was a huge break in between recording because of all the shit that went down today, but... Nothing bad. Right. In just, between. Just busy stuff. Just yeah. being busy around the house. But next week... What's going on next week? We... I'm not going to do it. Okay. We are going to hopefully be talking about dysfunctional families. Oh, is that it? Oh, was it not? Because I thought I remember at the beginning of the episode you were saying that next week for sure because of recent developments we're gonna do the whole divorce thing (sighs) yeah yeah it's time officially I just want to get out there and talk about it and I don't know I'm I'm still I really want to talk about it, but I'm still a little hesitant on doing it just because, like, I'm gonna get fucking mad. Like, <laughs> that's okay. It's a shit show. That's all right. We're here for it. Welcome to my life. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in for this last bit of the all segment. Right then. All right. Well. All right then. So we'll touch back on that later, but. 
It's been real, guys. Have a good night. Eraserhead and Bunny signing off. Okay, bye. Later. Bye. <laughs>